All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talk and Block. I am John Catalyst Green. With me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. We just got us some new Street Fighter VI footage featuring one of the most anticipated characters of the entire starting roster, and that is Miss Cammy. She takes on Manon in the latest batch of uh, footage that we've seen, and we are here to analyze that. Tell you guys what we think, some of the stuff that that stood out to us, what we think this means for Cammy as a character, as well as a handful of the others that have been more recently shown, Manon, Lily, Honda, Zangief, and Marissa. So we got a lot to get to. Yeah, we watch all this footage multiple times. We slow it down frame by frame. We really try to break this down for our audience. Getting right into it, Cammy's light confirms from Street Fighter V are back again. They are a big time thing. And mm -hmm. so what is completely different is her lack of damage. She can't hit you worth beans right now. If you go back and look at all those light confirms, they are doing barely any damage. It looks crazy. John, what do you think of of Cammy going from a freight train where it's like this is one of the hardest hitting characters in the game to maybe being the the worst hitting character in the game in terms of damage. I think that we have the same idea for Cammy that we have for a, a long time now, at least Street Fighters 4 and 5. And that was a problem in 5 as everybody knows because she was overtuned. She was too fast and had too much maneuverability on top of the ability to do so much damage and stick on you. Now, the developers at Capcom uh, for Street Fighter 6 have been showing that they've been paying attention to specific problems and I think they've done that here without taking away what the character wants to do. She wants to zip around. She wants to be on you from every different angle. She wants to have these confirms from fairly easy, like, you know, lights and, and, and mediums, um, but she doesn't get the benefit of the damage. And I think that's the balancing act that the developers are doing here. I don't know how that's going to manifest with, you know, the rest of the cast, but I like what I'm seeing thus far in terms of if you are a Cami player, you can still do all the crazy stuff you want to do for the most part, but you're not going to, you're going to have to hit them a few more times. And that feels right. Given her advantages. Yeah, and, and not only could you do all the crazy stuff you could do at five, you can do quite a bit more. Um, and couple that with, I believe she might have the fastest walk speed in the entire game that we've seen so far. She is fast. She mm -hmm. is not kind of fast. She is lightning fast. Uh, her spin knuckle actually looks to be way faster than it used to be. Um, and it can be canceled uh, into to create a cross up when she's very close to the opponent, which seems very tricky to block. Mm -hmm. Normally it just ends up on the same side, but if she's really close, she can get a cross up with it. And then her EX cannon strike, the dive kick, it can be done eight frames after leaving the ground. So the height restriction isn't super bad on this one. You can do it pretty low to the ground, relatively speaking, did, not counting did you, the, the pre-jump frames. Did you know mm -hmm. whether or not the spin knuckle was advantageous on block or if she's she's uh, disadvantageous I did not look up that part yet um, mm -hmm. it does look like uh, she can use it as a pretty good utility move though on hit I believe she can continue to the combo afterwards on block especially, I'm assuming it's negative yeah especially it's probably the end of the uh, yeah switching sides and stuff what, one of the things I was noticing about her is that it looks like with um, she's got advancing forward advancing attacks because of course she does but it looks like Capcom is putting the onus on the defender here to stop her in the in the startup of that of, of her um, is it the hooligan into the overhead kick and then she's also got like we talked about the spin knuckle um, to me it looks like she has ways in and if she gets in with those meaning she does the and also the dive kick if she does that successfully and you block it she's got an advantage now but it's on you as the defender to swat her in the startup of those be looking for those things and that's kind of the game you're probably going to be playing against cami players um where i mean it's the same idea as a jump in right any character can jump forward and if you just block that jump in you're probably at disadvantage because they've just done a move where they have you know frame advantage on you and you have to deal with that situation but the onus is on you to 
simply anti-air them um, and, and that's where that game is played and I think Cammy kind of has that in spades um, but again she's going to have to hit you a lot of times in order for it to matter yeah, well said. And her hooligan combination looks to be a much larger part of her overall gameplay than it was in Street Fighter 6. You barely saw mm -hmm. it in Street Fighter 6. Now you're seeing it all the time. The same goes for her spin knuckle. That is a really nice thing to see because you're going to see a lot more variety with Cami players this time around. And then um, after Cami's spin kick from her hooligan combination, you mentioned this. She looks to be very plus on block against yes. Manon. Now Manon's a tall character, so not 100% sure on that. It's going to be the case every single time, but there is a lot of blocks done there. And it looks like Cami could do pretty much whatever she wants to from that point. And then the last thing I've got for Cami is her standing medium kick. Uh, this is right back from from Street Fighter Five. It looks like it's going to be very effective at causing burnouts when the opponent. Yeah, oh, it, it's oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, well, uh, when the opponent is low on drive gauge, um, because it has great range, it's fast, and it takes about half a bar of drive gauge away on block. So just that is not something... Just standing medium kick by itself? Just a normal? Standing medium kick by itself, that sucker is going to be able to knock your drive gauge down. So it seems like Capcom took all of Cammy's strengths and said, okay, we're going to take a couple of these away and then put them in different spots now, which I'm really happy to see. This character was just so brain-dead stupid uh, good for most of Street Fighter V's lifespan. They knocked her down properly, and now they give her variety on top of it plus some um, maybe jiggle physics you know, is that what we're seeing john <laughs> yeah well exactly that's the first thing i noticed out of all this is that standing medium yeah. kick looks like it's got a lot of utility uh for a lot of different reasons but yes that does seem to be her standard poke so she's gonna dance around mm -hmm. in the neutral but inevitably cammy's gonna go to the air or she's gonna use you know maybe even a random spiral arrow or, or a spin knuckle but the point is cammy is an offensive character she still is that but uh i i'm, I'm very intrigued to see how this all works within the atmosphere of street fighter 6 and whether or not capcom has done a good job of keeping the character who she is but making her play better with others and so far it looks good yeah, looks real good. So uh, Manon's up next, and I want to get into mm -hmm. mention that um, command grabs in level threes all seem to universally cause hard knockdowns. And what that means is that you can't tech the knockdown, and that means that your Okazumi situation after you get a command grab or after you get level threed is always going to be universally the same. So you can't like delay your wake up and all the other stuff and whatnot. And so it's going to vary depending on the character. Manon seems to be a little bit closer to other people, but this is a big change here where if you have a hard knockdown, that means your Okazemi is always going to be predictable for the offensive person, the person who knocked you down. Um, and so getting into Manon here a little bit more, uh, she seems like a very patient and not wild grappler that yeah. needs to use her jabs and a lot of methodical play to open people up. She does not seem like she's built to take risk. Uh, a lot of dodging in and out, pick your spots. Um, she has a crazy overhead that that seems to hit from about half screen yeah. here against Cami. I, I have never seen a grappler with a half screen overhead. I've just like, wow. So, um, and then Manon has an overdrive kick, uh, or just like her special kick, I don't know exactly what it's called, um, but she uses that a lot as anti-air, uh, which leads into a command grab combo. Like it's a full-on combo. She hits her EX uh, uh, special and gets a command grab after it. That is really nice. And it seems like her um, her kick special needs to be used consistently throughout the match to anti-air as it opens mm -hmm. up just so many possibilities for her. So very fundamental here. Manon's not one of those seems like, you know, crazy grapplers or anything like that, even though she's got a lot of reach with her legs. Uh, even though she's got a half screen uh, overhead a lot of the stuff she's doing most of her damage from one-off scenarios her combos are not great um, you really need to use her reach and mobility to play a fundamental game with her and then you can get going
Yes, I am not seeing... Uh, it looks like Street Fighter Six is taking the grappling archetype in a whole different direction than it's been before. And I'm actually excited about this too, because as we've talked about on this channel many times, grapplers don't tend to play all that well with others with other Street Fighter characters to a certain point because they become this all or nothing game. The game against grapplers or for them is this sort of can they get in or not. And once they've gotten in, they're way too powerful. When they're too far away, they're way too weak. And, and like, that's just, it, it's been something that's been around for a long time, but maybe it's not time for that anymore, especially when you have all of the mechanics that the drive system gives you. So what I'm seeing a lot of, including with Manon, is that they they can land command grabs, but they don't necessarily seem to have vortex and, and maybe yeah. not even with spending a drive rush bar afterwards and a lot of the footage that we've seen i haven't seen a lot of continued pressure after command grabs even maybe in the corner and even after ex it seems like those are like you said for one-off damage and um, and i thought maybe manon's would become a uh, uh, better as she levels up with her command grab system every time she lands one of these it gets better in some way uh, and i thought maybe that takes off you know some some drive gauge or something when she begins uh, to get the higher levels uh, or gives her oki but really it just looks like they maybe just do more damage and mm -hmm. she's really going to be about like you said she seems to be more of a mid-range character where she has those vacuumous uh target combos where if she whiff punishes you she can pull you in and now you have to deal with that traditional grappler mix up of command grab or strike and that's really good uh, but but otherwise she's not too quick on her feet which you would hope not um she can pounce forward with the occasional drive rush in she's got a really far reaching sweep where she sticks out her ballet swan legs and, and sweeps you and and then she's also got that overhead when those are all sort of like pounce moves from the neutral so that can keep uh, Manon unpredictable to an extent but really I think she's going to be playing this whiff punish game and like you said her her anti-air with that crescent kick it can be comboed or juggled into a command grab so she can play that level up game pretty well but yes I, I don't think she's going to be a grappler that gets in and stays in on you I think she's going to and and most grapplers if not all in this game might be more mid-range characters that get the occasional advantage of command grab up close but it doesn't really define their gameplay and that's going to be kind of crazy coming from you know where we've come from oh yeah just a night and day difference and thank goodness too because we had enough of that in street fighter 5 it was one of the biggest complaints about the game and it looks to be heavily addressed thank goodness and the same thing with 4 4 was known yep. as like just vortex fighter 4 and it's like most people did not like that that much to, to finally have that addressed and I, I'm not super hopeful it's going to be completely gone because it's street fighter Okazemi you know wait till Ibuki comes out there uh, we don't know if she's in the game or not but we we'll assume that she's in she's one of the most popular characters more than likely her Okazemi pressure is going to be crazy and then people are going to discover stuff we don't know yet but on a a fundamental level at least right now it looks to be addressed yeah so uh, mo moving on here now we've got uh, lily now either her health is low or honda's damage is really high are both things but throughout the match they trade hits in a number of scenarios and lily takes more damage than honda when this happens uh so this either means that that stamina got uh, implemented in the game or that just honda has this incredibly large burst damage which we'll get into here in a second but um, Lily's Condor Spire looks to be zero on block, and then if it's charged up, it looks to be plus. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a really interesting scenario for this character, and I actually, she is reminding me a bit of El Forte, a little bit of Mika, and then of course like a baby T-Hawk mm -hmm. um, kind of mixed all in together. Uh, she has just this ton of range on her normals, and then those normals can be special canceled. That is usually a a lack uh, of, Capcom rarely gives that to characters in their, their Street Fighter games, where you have a long-range normal, you usually cannot special cancel 
cancel it. That is not the case with Lily. But the offset of that is she has a lot of recovery on her big normals. So if you're trying to fish with those in neutral and someone jumps on you, you are definitely eating that jump in. Um, and if you whip with that, punish counters are going to be a really big deal in this game. So Lily is definitely a character with a lot of range, but you do not want to whiff with those normals. Mm -hmm. it's, it's almost impossible to uh, talk about Lily without comparing her to T-Hawk because she has a handful of his special moves. That said, she does not come across at all as a grappler, which T-Hawk was definitely a grappler, although one with um, some odd mobility and, and really that never quite came together for him. So I'm glad to see that Lily isn't really that. She's got those, you know, Condor Spire and the uppercut and, and the dive, but um, she seems to me to be like a medium speed character who, again, is all about getting hits from like medium range with her extended reach with those clubs. And then, yes, canceling in the special moves. Uh, to me, it's like I don't think she's a character that you want to give a lot of space to. You don't want to let her uh, 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 stock one of those wind um, upgrades yeah. because then she becomes an enhanced version of herself. Then she can, you know, just put the move on you, go into the the Condor Spire, and then be plus in your face. And like that's an earned advantage if she gets the stock and then does all of that, right? But um, she seems to be kind of like a, a medium speed character with decent reach, and that might be enough to get the job done in this game, especially since she can. Um, uh, like you said, confirm into those specials. But yeah, man, Honda hits her hard. And, and I personally think it, it is that Honda does uh, a relatively high amount of damage compared to the rest of the cast. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you're if you're fighting against Lily, you wanna you don't want to give her space, and you don't really want to be at medium range. You probably want to be up in her face. And I and I guess the, my analysis of this is uh, where she doesn't want you to be. But that's the first thing yeah. that kind of came to my mind. Yeah, um, her air charges to do super souped up moves like is she like the other grapplers in the game appear to be fairly dependent on resources and if you don't have those resources i don't know if this character is a bit dead in the water uh, she also has like cammy a lot of light confirms uh into combos and, and her damage looks to be abysmal like uh, i i'm sitting here watching her just you know hit honda and it's like oh man she's doing nothing until she gets a command grab she gets command grab that does pretty well but all of her lights and other stuff it's not cami bad but it's pretty bad um and then her command grab speaking of that is actually five frames just like zangief's and it makes me think that basically all command grabs in this game are going to be five frames on the regular now, there might be a few exceptions out there like you know six seven eight frames or whatever we've seen that before but generally speaking it looks like to balance this game that they've made command grabs five frames almost universally mm -hmm. yeah so i i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how people implement and how this kit all works together again in the atmosphere of the street fighter 6 drive mechanics uh but lily lily seems interesting to me but i'm she's not one that i'm like that's a top tier character for sure yeah i have to see a little sure. more before i before i get there yeah, I'm pretty skeptical on her right now. Mm -hmm. um, so moving on here, we've got Honda. And then so some moves in this game are definitely designed around countering drive impacts. And that's like Honda's headbutt uh, as Lily tries to do a drive impact on what looks to be Honda's light headbutt. Uh, and he has enough time to see that and do his own drive impact in reaction to it. So um, it, it's like, oh, wow, like you can't just sit there and fish for, you know, drive impact and neutral. Basically, uh, if the moves are designed in the right way, basically, if moves have X amount of recovery, you can't drive impact them on reaction 
in neutral. And that looks to be a really interesting design decision that Capcom made early on that certain moves basically, if how does Honda's headbutt or his sumo smash or all this other kind of stuff, how does that react to being drive impact? It looks like they thoroughly went through every single move like that and basically designed around it. So you can't just mash away on drive impact and hope for good results. You really have to be calculated about it. And that's that's quite an interesting thing here. Um, and speaking of drive impact, before we move on too long, uh, it, we do have armor breakers in this game. It's confirmed. Uh, Marissa's got a couple of them. We'll get to more there. But that is yet another counter for drive impact. So it looks like the developers have really drilled in on this one particular aspect of the gameplay and said, like, you can do it, but it's not a free win button. It's no, not and, an automatic thing. And it absolutely needed to not be that because just when we first saw it, we all knew, oh, this is going to be very alluring for especially new players to do because of how many obvious benefits it has on both defense and offense. It better not be broken. And it, and it mm -hmm. doesn't really look like it is. Everyone's going to have this buffer period where they have to get reused to drive impact. Where, you know, Just like how after you play enough times, uh, you kind of have anti-airs down without having to think about it and it becomes like you really need to earn a jump and you can't people can't just jump in on you for free the same thing is going to be true about drive impact and for a while we're going to feel the pain of, the, of this really strong move but i i think it is uh has been very directly attended to now that said i do think that you will be able to beat things like headbutt with drive impact it's just that the headbutt needs if it's spaced correctly and if the drive mm -hmm. impact is too late like we see in this footage uh honda is going to have a chance at, at at landing and then going into his own drive impact but you know in the same way that uh you can use drive impact to go through fireballs you have to space it right and it has to be i don't know that it necessarily has to be preemptive if it's at the right space but you know if a honda is doing a full screen headbutt you're going to drive impact that thing but if he's doing a light headbutt from this ranges where a honda traditionally in other games would be doing that because they're usually pretty safe and and you just to check you um i i think that yes drive impact won't be a coverall to catch to just beat that and you'll have to think about it before you just go after honda mm. So Honda definitely has combos this time around, much more akin to a Street Fighter V version than any other version we've seen in this one regard. Uh, combos for Honda have been pretty much like a faux pas. Like, I mean, he has a couple of them, but generally he's just this hard-hitting character who, who does a lot of one-off damage. Uh, but now he's got his 100-hand link combos again, which are awesome. Those really debuted in Street Fighter Four, came back in Five. Um, and, and speaking of that, Honda actually feels like a cross between his Street Fighter V and Street Fighter Four versions with some very decent defensive options from four uh, but very good normals and neutral and some solid combos which come from five so it, it's it's quite interesting and then he has a v skill two from five back as well where he charges up his hundred hand slap mm -hmm. uh, if you give him any kind of space um and then his burst damage Ooh, he hits like a he hits like Honda should hit, you know, kind of thing where you give yeah. him that opening and he is just draining like, you know, 50% of your life. That is what I'm really happy to see. So this, this to me feels like the, the version of Honda that five probably should have been. Um, and I'm really glad to see him on the launch roster from day one. It's like, yeah, here we go. This is what Honda should be. I'm having a hard time pinning down exactly what Honda is in this game. I have notes, pretty crazy damage, and he's turtly for Street Fighter VI. A lot more characters are going in, and Honda does have forward movement, but I think he has to earn that forward movement in a lot of different situations. And Honda has traditionally been that sort of turtle character who's holding down back, and as you try to open him up, he's frustrating you and, and you know, anti-air headbutting or, or stopping you with normals or whatever it is, and then as you basically get tired or you get sloppy as you try to get in and you try to open him up he takes advantage of any openings you give him there and hits you with 
moves that are not the best for opening people up. But again, you kind of do that yourself as you as you divert all of your attention to offense and forget defense. And I and I think that's what they're going for with Honda here for the most part because I don't see him initiating a whole lot. I think he does want to play kind of more reserved and turtly at first and again wait for those openings. But when he gets them, he's just destroying you. And this actually might be uh, the most polarized. We talked about grapplers earlier, how they're kind of like, you know, they're either amazing or they're not, and it's better when they're not. This might be closer to that in Honda in that he does so much damage that it's it's like you either get in on him and go crazy or he sort of stops you and shifts the momentum, which is which is to Capcom's credit, if that's what they're doing, that's kind of like what sumo tends to be, you know, is, is, yeah. a, is a maneuvering yeah. of, and a control of momentum. Uh, so that, that's really cool. And, and also I have to shout outs to his uh, his level three where he makes the ring with your face yeah, and then like slams cool. you out of it that's great i really yeah. like um the ideas and the design in this character i'm wondering how this is going to operate within the context of the game though and if he might be either way too good or way too, like hard to balance but we'll mm -hmm. see yeah, yeah. It's uh, some of the original eight. That's a big problem with them. It's uh, how come Guile's only had a handful of moves over the years because his moves tend to be so good and so dominant. Capcom's mm -hmm. kind of afraid to give him other stuff. Uh, but moving on here, uh, Zangief lacks tons in the way of Okazemi pressure. It almost doesn't even feel like Zangief in He's some not ways watching that this same character. character anymore. No. Yeah. It's so different, but where he makes up for that is the raw damage his SPD does, and then of course his drive impact, which. Uh, People still are going to miss Green Hand for a number of scenarios that were it was really good in, but this sucker moves him forward even further than Green Hand does, and it's definitely going to be more plus on block and hit with a number of his normals than Green Hand ever was. Uh, man, does this sucker have a ton of range, but it looks designed, again, even though um, SPDs, uh, command grabs, do hard knockdowns now, uh, the most that Zangief is consistently getting off of an SPD is a very long-reaching standing medium punch where he's hitting you with like the tip of his fingers. He is not in range to do another command grab, Maybe if he walks up a little bit further, but again, you know, just hit him back with the normal at that point. Mm -hmm. But but Zangief is a night and day different character than he was in five. And thank goodness, because in five, he was a dumb character, very dumb character, because it, that one time he gets in, you might be dead. And, and it's nice to have another chance or two to push him back mm -hmm. and get in there. Yeah, some might say he is the worst in the game. That's a different video, though. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> and that wouldn't be John. There was a little contention there. Yeah, uh, so sure. go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. We we ranked uh, the we did a final Street Fighter Five tier list. But in Street Fighter Six, Zangief is first and foremost similar to what they did with Honda, with really emphasizing his his sumo nature. They've really leaned into Zangief being a wrestler. Um, and and I forget who said this. Somebody else had mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago. But um, he went from being like traditionally like a bodybuilder with super defined muscles to just being a big hulking guy with as not as much definition but that's more along the lines of a big wrestler type and you see that in all of the different wrestling moves he obviously does now when <laughs> he calls out like the undertaker's last ride he's got the people's elbow he's got drop kicks he's and and, and rick flair chops um but he does these moves and they knock you away a lot of times mm -hmm. zangief gets close and, and including his sbd it gets the damage but it doesn't seem to give oki and so what it looks like is zangief is going to be more of a mid-range character with when he does get close has an advantage with the command grab but is not necessarily necessarily built all the way around that he'll be playing more neutral and trying to land these really heavy hits 
And um, and I'm beginning to see kind of like a spectrum of characters in Street Fighter VI where, you know, they, they might be more offensive, they might be more defensive, but even within like the offensive side of things, um, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more later comparing like Cammy and, and, and uh, Marissa, but Zangief looks to be a, a sort of like in the middle um, with a forward kind of march, maybe slightly towards the offensive side, but certainly not like he just wants to get in. He wants to whiff punish you. He wants you to not be ready for for a drop kick and he i mean he's even got the counter um that, that actually worked this time around so very different than i'm just going to keep throwing myself out to at you until i eventually get in and then i have the advantage and potentially much more nuanced and potentially a better kind of character yeah, I hope so. A little bit, as you say, more nuanced. Uh, one of the things that's quite different, though, is his level three appears to have either nine frames of startup or something like three to four frames of startup. In in Street Fighter four and in five, his final atomic buster, uh, either his ultra one or his um, uh, critical art, that had basically either one frame of startup or zero frames of startup, where if you saw it, you couldn't jump out of it. That might be changing now, depending on how this move functions. And this might be actually directly to address Zangief as a modern control control character where his um this is normally a 720 command to do this um with modern controls it might just be down on the controller and then two buttons and then you do the final topic buster right uh and this sucker drains about 55 percent of the life and it is unbelievable it's like oh my gosh really um but again to offset this the very long startup might traditionally change how this move functions because you could use it like a reversal you could use it as a mix-up you could use it as so many different things but if you can jump out of this thing on startup which it looks like a possibility right now it might mean that zangies have to go to a whole nother set of tricks and other things to actually land his level three which i am personally fine with uh i i've seen those tricks a lot of times over the years and it's kind of like you either did it or you didn't and Sure, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You either took off 60% of my life because you guessed correctly or not. I'm fine with that, that binary choice being a little bit, you know, a little bit more nuanced, as John would say. Um, so I'm very happy to see this change person. And, and like, to me, that sounds like the traditional grappler strike throw, strike command grab mix up for a lot of your life, but only in limited situations. So there's still shades of traditional command grab Zangief grappler, but it's only in like level three situations. And otherwise he's playing this game that, that really uh, agrees and balances with the other characters a lot more, as opposed to, like I said, just he's in or he's not. And then a couple last things here on Zangief is he has armor on his standing heavy punch, and that's going to make that a really good move, not only up close, but in neutral. Uh, we can see him use it quite a bit here against Marissa. Uh, that is a very good move for him, and it seems like it'd be charged up as well to make it stronger. So that, that's a nice thing. It, that, that looks to be like a go-to move again for Zangief. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's been in several versions of the game where his standing heavy punch is a big deal. And then um, it seemed like there was numerous times in this footage here where Zangief could and should be using his lariat as a reversal to stop pressure, but we don't really see that in the footage at all. And it makes me think that Zangief's Lariat is going to be much closer to Street Fighter V's version than it was Street Fighter IV, where it basically was like the ultimate utilitarian move where it's like it's an anti-air, it's a reversal, it's an everything, just match your face on the joystick and he's going to spin around, he's going to take up half the screen and, you know, maybe you can punish it and stuff like that. It was definitely toned down in five, but in this game, the range looks to be 
way worse than it was in 5R4. And there's a couple opportunities here for Zangief to definitely anti-air Marissa with a, his Lariat if it worked that way, uh, like it did in past games. And it does not look to work that way again, which is, uh, again, uh, I, I that move is one of the reasons how come Zangief is so dumb in these other games, because it's just, it's such an easy one button on reaction, um, anti-air, reversal, all this other kind of stuff. And now they're actually making Zangief players think instead of just churning butter and, you know, mashing their face on the joystick. It's nice to see a little bit more thought put into this character. I would love, I think it's the biggest success if Zangief ends up being a mid-tier. Um, and I mean, it's it's going to shuffle around, of course, after the initial you know launch and we find out all the problems of vanilla and whatnot. But if Zangief ends up being mid-tier, especially right out of the gate, uh, I think what they've done here with the character, with the archetype even, is significant and, and maybe trend-setting for the future. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, we, and we know uh, Grapplers end up being top tier in the early parts of games. So where Zingief is at at the very start versus where he's at, you know, with the bitter time might change up quite a bit. Sure. But uh, Grapplers tend to to be very dominant in people's minds and then less dominant as some time goes on. But uh, speaking of the next character, Marissa, um, she seems to have quite a bit more reach and mobility than you would expect for a character of her size. And she also seems to have a lot of recovery on those attacks, mm -hmm. leaving her open to punish counters and jump ins, uh, when she commits to a bad option in neutral. So she's powerful, but that recovery is definitely going to eat you alive when you try to do it. And then, uh, she has two really interesting moves with like her EX windup punch and then her, um, EX overhead hot punch, uh, both are armor breaking. And I'm really wondering if you can break Perry with an armor breaker. Uh, like, not only does it break the armor on that, like, I wonder if you can even parry these armor breaking the, attacks. The hot punch is uh, is armor breaking? Because that gets uh, parried by Zangief, I believe, in the footage. Uh, uh, is the EX version is armor breaking, at least. So it might need to get the EX property on there uh, to make it the armor breaking, but it's it's quite interesting. So um, it, it's it's there's going to be a meta here. Uh, I remember Adon in Street Fighter 4 where he had like 15 armor breaking moves. I think he had like three or four, but they all seem to break armor. So it was like you could never focus against Adon, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I'm wondering if Marissa might be a very similar character in that regard where it's like if you if she is a hard counter to any character who has a lot of armor based attacks. Um, and moving on here, um, she seems to be very um, based around her normals and specials, not her command grab. This is something like Abigail, uh, who is it, it's you've got a command grab. It's it's part of his repertoire, but it's not a huge part of what he's trying to focus on doing. And that very much seems like Marissa. She's got a command grab. It works well, but it doesn't seem like a huge basis for what she's trying to do at most points in the match. It's just specific situations. It might be terrifying, but it is not what command grabs have traditionally been. For grappling characters and again right that that lines up with what we've seen with manon it lines up with what we've seen with zangief uh same idea with for jamie for that matter who gets a command grab at level three of his drinks but um but yeah also uh, yeah she does do the ex dive punch in the uh in the zangief footage and he does parry it so i don't think oh, okay. that these moves are going to um, beat parry that said mm -hmm. they still have a lot of utility um clearly and so Marissa is a character that obviously very different from Cammy, of course, but I would say that both of these characters are all about starting the offense more so than most of the rest of the cast. These are the characters that are farthest along on the side of the offense and, and begin the offense spectrum. She is kind of about um, uh, bullying and, and, and haymakering her way in and, and uh, kind of like grapplers before, I think she's going to spend a little bit of life missing. She's going to be shooting three pointers, so to speak. Right. But when one of those hits or when one of these moves hits, she's doling out so much damage. And so what I think happens in the, in the Marissa meta, so to speak, she's going to have that threat 
for you. She's slow. She's whiff punishable. So she's kind of at a disadvantage, but she's going to be the one out there taking those risks. And once she does get you, uh, that's when, when you're in trouble. So you're going to climb up a little bit. And if you commit to certain moves and she does one of her armored attacks, guess who's winning, right? So you're not going to outmuscle Marissa. And that's her uh, slight advantage when she's kind of in this dueling neutral. Um, but you're going to have to be patient. Now, if she hits you with one of these, takes you to the corner, lops off all your health, you're going to be hesitant to commit to things because again, that armor is going to beat you. Although everybody has drive impact in that same way. So I don't know how effective this is going to be if it ends up being a crucial part of her game plan. But that aside, what you might do is clam up because you don't want to commit. And if you do that, she walks you slowly to the corner where you do not want to be in this game. And that might be kind of Marissa's game plan. But she's slow. She's going to outmuscle you. And once she gets that one hit, it's going to be a big deal. It's just well, have you hit her enough times as she's made her attempts to get you there? Um, or have you, you know, cowered and, and gone all the way back in the corner where now it's an even bigger deal that because you're not running away and those big haymakers are still coming. But again, I, I'm especially with the fact that you can parry these, uh, these armored moves. I do think that it's going to be more on the defender or the person playing against Marissa than it is on Marissa. And if that's the case, maybe not the highest of tier characters. Mm, yeah her damage it doesn't feel as strong as geese but it's probably a step below it and if you compare her to like someone like cammy when she hits you it hurts a lot she mm -hmm. is a very powerful character so uh it, it's gonna be quite interesting how she breaks down and then uh the last thing here is that i'm so happy to see the return of armor breakers um i really did enjoy that feature in street fighter 4 uh even and it basically went away entirely in 5 and if you're gonna have armor moves it is nice that if you sniff it out you can just clearly break it up with an armor breaking attack um and i hope that every character has one in the game like and whatever it happens to be i just hope that there's a clear armor breaker i know uh dalson fans out there are like yeah give me an armor breaker please because i'm a dead man without that but uh you know we, we really don't know how the game is going to play in the meta like what's really going to evolve what's really going to be dominant um early read for a lot of people's you know drive rush we've talked about that a lot uh mm -hmm. we've talked about drive impact being really good but you know the the counters are so baked into the game capcom is very clearly accounted for drive impact being uh such a low-cost resource and so powerful um the, so it's going to be quite interesting what emerges in here, but man, I, I'm just so happy to see Armor Breakers back. Uh, just it's so frustrating to deal with a character who's got 50 hits of armor and you can't do anything except for basically jump away. So Yeah, I don't think Marissa would be a complete character if she didn't have that key aspect. I think she's going to be using that, like I described, to uh, to to like make the rest of her game more solid. Uh, basically, that's one of her juggling pins she's throwing your way that you have to be worried about and therefore manipulates you before even doing anything with the potential of doing it but uh, i do think that's a key part of her kit for sure all right y'all that's going to wrap us up for this week of event hubs talk and block once again thank you all so much for listening and we'll be back with you soon all right see you guys